Good morning, good morning. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio. And like always, we're going to start off with a scripture and a prayer. And the scripture comes from Isaiah 7 and 14. And it says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and we will call him Emmanuel. Remember the reason for the season. Remember all of why we do this. Amen. There's a whole lot of reasons why we remember this day because it was a promise way before Jesus. Amen. So, dear Father, thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning, God. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for having your hand of protection over us, God. Continue to bless us. Continue to help us. Continue to uplift us, Lord. God, we, we love you. We glorify you. We praise your name. God, we just ask you to be in the midst today, God. Let something be said in this interview to be able to touch somebody. Let your seed be watered today so that you could be able to show up more in someone's life that's listening today, God. Reach to the masses, touch to the people that are out there that need to hear your word, that need to hear the, the comforting peace that you put, you, put us, you put on our souls, God. We thank you. We thank you, God, for all the things that you've blessed us in our lives. Touch us from the top of our head to the sole of our feet, Lord, because we are nothing without you. God, we love you. We glorify you. We thank you for being Alpha and Omega. We thank you for being that father to the fatherless, the mother to the motherless, that that mentor, that 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 counselor, that prince of peace. Amen. God, when, we, when I think about you, I just want to say thank you. I thank you for the shelter. I thank you for the food on my table. God, I thank you for everything that you've done in our life. And God, I thank you for another day. God, you woke me up for a second chance, God. Today, I'm on your time, God. And you woke me up for a second chance. And I want to thank you for breath in my body, bringing me to the end of 2019. And... And, and put in favor on me. Amen. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Like always, this is Pastor Jay, and I got something to say. What I got to say, you can go follow me at Anointed Jaylon at Instagram and Twitter. You can go follow me at um, Pastor Jaylon Calhoun on Facebook. And I just wanted to put that announcement out there. If you if you didn't do it already, go do it. Go follow the Anointed Radio pages. Where can you find that? On Instagram, you can find the LV Anointed Radio on Instagram. You can find Anointed Radio on um, Facebook at LV Anointed Radio and on Twitter. Make sure you go follow the Anointed Radio pages to stay updated on what we're doing, who's coming on. You could be able to get a preview of who's coming on before the show. So go check it out. Another thing I want everybody to do, like I've been saying, and this is my Christmas prayer, y'all. All I want for Christmas is for you to go vote for Anointed Radio for the Stellar Awards. That's big, big, big news. And we really want to make history here in Las Vegas. So go to thestellawars.com. Go all the way to the bottom to the radio ballot. Go all the way... Once you click the radio ballot, go all the way to the bottom where it says Internet Radio. That's what you're listening to, Internet Radio. We're reaching around the world on the Internet. That's the wave of the future. Go ahead and click that first box under Best Internet Radio. That's Anointed Radio. Go all the way to the bottom, push Confirm, and you voted. That's for free. That's about like five seconds you could do that. Go bam, 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 and be done. And if you haven't did it today, go do it today. Because we want to make history. We want to be able to show the talent and the passion that Las Vegas has, especially here at Anointed Radio, because we've worked so hard for you guys to be able to get the interviews, to be able to get um, the great content that we have. So definitely go vote for us. Um, the voting ends on the 31st, so go make sure that you go vote. Happy New Year's and all that good stuff. So... Like always, you can go find my single, Jesus, You Make Me Happy, at um, oh, all the 
all the platforms, all them good platforms. So my co-hosts, you could, my co-hosts, they, they'll be here in a minute. So I'm going to keep talking. So, <laughs> so this morning, I wanted to let everybody know a word from the Lord. And the word from the Lord is this. You're not alone. You are not alone. The word from the Lord this morning. I want y'all to notice that you're not alone. God is telling you right now in the midst of your trials and storms, I am enduring it with you. I am here for you. I see your pain. I count every tear. Nothing that you do is in vain. Amen. I just had to say that, the word from the Lord. And we go ahead and we got Chris Johnson. Hey, 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 hey. good morning, good morning. Hey, hey, hey. I got my very white voice on. Amen. And then we have the love child, Dr. Marvinetta Clay, in the building. Hey, hey, hey. We here. <laughs> well, since y'all here, go ahead and do y'all y'all um, feelings, because I was just I was just adding on stuff. Was preaching. I was preaching for a minute. You had a sermon. Amen. Uh, and and if, if Dr. Clay didn't hear, yeah. did you hear what, what I was preaching? No, from? I hear nothing. I, I said the, the word from the Lord today is that you're not doing this alone. Well, praise you, Jesus. God is enduring my God, it my God. with you. Amen. Amen. Was that to me? You know how they say. It might be to you. It might be. <laughs> you know how that word come across like, was he preaching that to me? How All up in my business. All up in my business. Stay out of my business. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. So, um, yeah. Y'all go. I, I did mine. Well, all right. He done did his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Well, um, is this the next last Sunday or the next Sunday? Next Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. Next Sunday, yeah. my God. Well, yeah, this is Dr. Marvinetta Clay losing track of time. And uh, <laughs> this year has went and, and it's gone, y'all. It's gone. But you know what? Um, as they say, I am the love child of uh, Marvin Gay and Etta James Marvinetta. That's me. And um, you can follow everything and all things on all Instagram. Um, yeah, those things, Facebook, all the media places. And just follow me. I'm Marvinetta Clay, Clay M, M Clay. Anything you see Clay M, pretty much is me. If there's anybody else out there, you know, um, that's an imposter. So, um, <laughs> with the real Clay Marvinetta, stand up. Here she is. Amen. And then you can go to my website and um, Dr. Marvinetta Clay. And it's still under some construction because, you know, but um, it's some stuff there. So go ahead and follow me if you want to purchase the CD. It's out there, Worship Forever. And, of course, there's some other stuff coming down the pipe in 2020. And, um, you know, that's about it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, this is Chris Johnson. You can follow me on Instagram at Sing Chris J as well as on Facebook at Sing Chris J. And then you can uh, check me out on my website, singchrisj.com. Um, yeah, go get Chasing After You. New music is hopefully I'm coming. I knew it you know it. He I came it. back just in time. Mm -hmm. Yep. I said, but new music should be coming soon. And yeah, this year has gone by fast, but it's been good. Yeah, change is on the way. A change. It's a lot getting ready to happen. I'm a excited lot. about it. A lot. Ain't that the truth? A lot. Well, it's it's about the time for announcements. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And uh, announcements. We're gonna introduce Reverend Fred Jackson. Oh, Jesus. Amen. Amen. These are your church announcements. Please carry yourself responsibly in the pews because last time we had a pew accident oh lord my god when you're scooting through the pews you gotta put the finger up to know that you're going through you can't just think that they know what you're doing because you will trip over big mama's lap what my god and it would be a pew accident oh a pew God. May not come when you want them, but it's always on time. My Lord. My Lord. Are we talking about a pew or a pew? The pews. Okay. 
the pews in the church that we've had for 120 years. I know, they still stand If it ain't broke, don't fix they it. Hallelujah. Got all our spots and everything, but they still good. They still good. Still good. Amen. It's just it's the reason for the season, and we got the church announcement. Deacon, can you go ahead and speak about some announcements? Ain't no more. I'm just playing. <laughs> deacon, deacon, the deacon, deacon. The only church announcement we we have on this uh this morning is that uh, everybody in their mama's church is having a watch night service. <laughs> Between 7 o'clock p.m. and 10 o'clock p.m. Let, let me tell you about them watch services. All of, everybody in church. Um, uh-huh. if, you, if you're Pentecost, don't don't think you're going to leave until the second. If you're Kojic, don't think you're going to leave until 1 o'clock mm-hmm. on the first. And if you're Baptist, know you'll be home by 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. And if you're non-denomination, you probably don't got one. I beg the difference. Yeah, I am. Nah, the East Coast time. Yeah, so yeah, you got the Mountaintops uh, Ministries. Hey. They have theirs at seven o'clock. The Reconciliations is at ten. The God's House International is at seven, seven o'clock. Yeah. You got uh, the Free Believers at ten thirty. Who else got one? I think Second uh, Baptist. Second is Baptist. You got the Second Baptist, and then you got the uh, the Kingdom Life, Kingdom whatever the name of the church is. Oh, uh, they is at ten o'clock. Um, everybody named Mama just having a uh, service, so you find yourself in the church yeah, on New Year's. So wash your tail and yeah. get to church and get to church on, before the New Year. Uh, uh-huh. You know, uh, I, when I look back over my life yeah. uh, this year. Uh-huh. You got a testimony, huh? I got a testimony. Yes, God. That I I made it through the I year. Made it out. And a lot of people didn't. My Lord, my so Lord, my you Lord. gotta be in church this morning <laughs> to make sure that God knows your intention. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, 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 follow me, follow me. Thank when you. God knows your intention that you put him first. Yes. Yeah. He gonna be first to show up in your life. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Show up. My Lord. Show up. And my soul is on fire. Thank you, Lord. Shut up in my bones. And then one uh-huh. thing I want. Uh, uh, thank uh, you, Yeah. Hubba bubba. Glory. Thank you. I want, I want you to know um, they got the Black Music Awards coming oh, yeah. here in January 19th. Mm. That's a Sunday. Five o'clock, and at five o'clock, it will start. Hopefully, in the name of Jesus, yeah, speak it, and it will be so. Yeah. And it will be at the CSN Theater on Charleston at five o'clock on the nineteenth. Yeah. Yeah. Then we got that that tall fella from Chicago. Minister Stretch, who is having his thing on Martin Luther King Day with Martin Luther King the third. I I remember the second, but I ain't never met the third. Praise God. Um, So he's doing some revolutionary things to better the lives of the people of need because in the Bible it says that we should be fending for the people in need. Hallelujah. And then, oh, don't not to forget, on um, in March, it's the uh, the maestro, David Blakely's his birthday, his birthday. celebration. Oh, hey. uh-huh. uh So mark your calendars for that. In March, it'll be a whole series of events. It's March sixth through eighth. Wow. Mm. Uh, more details will be coming forth. Well, Amen. Jesus. Please govern well, yourself. A- Amen. Govern yourself, Calvin. And we were sponsored. We was. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, y'all forgot Cletus, the lady. Cletus, we got one more y'all thing. Forgot. And that is that, that, that lady that sing that worship for Elvis. Uh-huh. Installation at 11 o'clock. Who that? Her name is Dr. Marietta. Marietta? That ain't her name. Oh, not Marietta. Yeah, right. 
is a mob vanilla. Mob vanilla. Yeah, yeah mob vanilla clay. That's her name. Uh, like Clash's clayed. We gon' she got her installation today uh-huh, at eleven o'clock. She's come becoming a passer. A passer. The assistant passer of the God's House What's Missionary that? Baptist Church of God in Christ of Latter Day Saints. Is that what it is? Yes. Uh huh. Oh, We're off. All blessings flow yeah. with the dockology. Yeah. Uh-huh. Jesus is the, the main outside. attraction. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Don't forget the estetechical and the legalocials and yeah, the logicals. Yeah. You must have went to school. I did. She got some education. I did. I, I went to public yeah. school back when they, they were segregated. But hey man, we're gonna go ahead and go. And that is all the announcements sponsored by yeah, the Raiders. And Smiths. And Smith. And Wesley. And Smith and <laughs> I came with you, Chris. Oh, oh Lord. Amen. And he just, snuck that in. He, he did snuck, snuck that, that in. That in. Uh-huh. I think I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> Amen. So we're gonna go ahead and go into the mix. And um yeah, I'll see y'all in a minute.
to the interview and we have a very talented author and her name is Miss Paula that's why I call her Miss Paula and she came out of the book I'm showing the cameras it's called Cross Addicted oh, All right. addicted to the cross huh? yeah hallelujah Thank Thank you. Free. Ah. and we have her on the line everybody round give a round of applause for Miss Paula Amen. yeah Good morning. Thanks for having me this morning. What was the word that you called me, Pastor Jay? Talented? Talented. And and, wow. and awesome and, and anointed and hallelujah. Let me yeah. I, I can speak uh -huh. some more. Go ahead. I can, I can speak some more. You got to come. Child of God. Ah. Ah. Yeah. My yeah. God. From Zion. Reborn. I received that. Renewed. Yeah. Hallelujah. Speak it. Stable in all ways. You got to speak it and manifest it. Yes, oh into the atmosphere. You do, because guess what? When hmm. I was in middle school, I was called special ed, at-risk student. She ain't going nowhere in life. She's a troubled kid. We might as well give up on her. But it wasn't until I learned the Word of God that I could start to change those things in my life Come and on. confess those Come things on. over my life and change my mindset. And that is why I wrote that book today. It took a lot of work because I was illiterate until the age 21. But when I learned what God when he, when he can heal you, and when his power comes in you, you can do all things. And that's what every listener needs to hear this morning. Amen. Amen. You better preach. Right. But we well, got to do escalating quickly already. <laughs> right. We're going in. Right. Amen. So one thing I wanted to, um, to first do is my Pastor Jay icebreaker question. Mm-hmm. So, okay. with the icebreaker question, I want to ask everybody because it's like there's like two movies I want to go see in the movie theater. So, be, I wish I was sponsored by, um, what is it, Queen and Slim? Because that movie looks mm. like it's fire. I want to go see it. I want to go, go see it a lot. So, 
with that being said, what movie that you see always gives you goosebumps? I just watched one last night. <laughs> and then I, I've watched it for the 10th time. Are you asking me or the people in the radio show? Oh, I'm asking you. I'm asking you. That's the okay. icebreaker question. Heaven, um, heaven is for real. And mm. oh. it's about a pastor that his son died. And he went to heaven and he was four years old, but nobody believed the pastor. And the pastor was struggling with what he even preached because his son, four-year-old son, was preaching things that he never even preached at the pulpit and believed. But because he started to believe his husband, um, his son, that heaven was for real, people were starting to disown him. But they were disowning him for actually believing the truth of what the Bible says. Like, do you actually believe that you're going to go to heaven one day and see Jesus and sit on his lap and talk to people that went before you? That's what his four-year-old son was saying. And once he started preaching that from the pulpit, they were going to replace him and find somebody else. And that's actually the world that we're living in today. So I decided to watch it for, I decided to watch it for the 10th time because during the holiday seasons, you start to miss loved ones. Mm -hmm. And when I watch that, it just gives me such hope that they're up there. They're, they're younger, no more pain, no more sorrow, and I'm going to see them one day. Amen. Yeah, that's I love amazing, that movie. Yeah, that's an amazing I love that. Movie. <laughs> that one, and I think it's The, the Shack. I, never, I, I think I know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. I, uh, Octavia Spencer, I think. Yes. Yeah. And she's playing God in the movie, but it's an amazing movie. You know what movie always got me uh, goosebumps was G- Gilbert Grape. Hmm. I don't know that one. <laughs> Gilbert Grape, everybody know out there, it's a, it's a movie. Um, a, it's Johnny Depp when he was younger, taking care of his um, his younger brother who has autism, uh, that has autism. 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 And um, it's a great movie. Like, it's a family movie, but it's like, it shows, it shows, because their mom never leaves the house, and they always just got teased about that. And I used to be able to relate because, you know, how people could just be mean about your family and things mm-hmm. like that. So I just relate how they were still so close and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a good movie. Gilbert Grape. It got even uh, Leo DiCaprio. He's the one who plays the little brother of Johnny Depp. Mm. Old 90s movie. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So, Miss Paula, first question. What was your biggest motivation while writing this book? Um, I really want to help other people come out of the areas that I found myself stuck in for a really long time. And so it it was a five-year process in writing this book, but when I would sit down and write this book, I would ask myself, what was it that you really needed? Because this book is called Cross Addicted, and that term in the addiction world means somebody who has multiple addictions. And then the subtitle is Breaking Free from Family Trauma and Addiction. But when you're growing up in addiction and when you're growing up in trauma and trauma's happening to you as a kid, you don't even know that. But all of a sudden you found yourself like just bound by so many self-destructive behaviors. And there was so much trauma going on because I grew up in Las Vegas, Nevada. My parents moved me there my third grade year, like the middle school when I was eight. And, but my mom found gambling addiction. My dad found his drug and alcohol addiction, and he ended up going to prison for 10 years. And so I grew up with all these issues but not knowing why. You know, and a lot of it had to stem from abandonment and rejection from my own parents and my needs not being met. And so things like, you know, unhealthy relationships, staying in abusive relationships, eating disorder, cutting my body, I'm getting in fights in school all the time, just full of anger. And by the time, you know, like in the ninth grade, they kicked me out of school and they sent me to Horizon East in North Las Vegas, an alternative ed high school. And, but, but, but then I accepted Jesus when I was 21 years old. Somebody kept saying Jesus loved you at 18, but I thought people who said that were weird. I didn't know who Jesus was, what he had to offer. But every time somebody said Jesus loved you, these people seemed happy and it was too happy from the place that I came from. But when I went to go take my life at 21 years old, I had three small kids and I sat in the closet to position myself to take my life. And there was a few people that kept witnessing to me 
and it was this man who was my neighbor when I lived on Section 8 government program in a really rough neighborhood in Las Vegas, and he just kept giving me Jesus pamphlets, and then one of my coworkers kept sharing the same message, and so when I went to position myself to take my life, I kept seeing those people. Jesus loves you. He wants to heal your heart. He has a plan for you. And I'm like, what's going on? You know, I'm getting ready to get out of here. And um, at that moment, I said, if you're real, Jesus, then I need to know you. But the reason I wrote this book is even though I had that experience and I accepted Jesus as my Savior, I was still stuck in trauma, still stuck in self-destructive behaviors. Even though at that moment I got delivered from drugs and alcohol, I didn't get delivered from an eating disorder. I didn't get delivered from unhealthy relationships, all the things that I kept going back to. And so what I do in this book, Pastor Jay, is how do you take the person who's actually hasn't accepted Jesus or who has accepted Jesus, but you're still stuck. Mm. Mm. And so in my first chapter, you know, I think there's something wrong with me. A lot of people who grow up in addiction and abuse walk around with that, that constantly thinking something's wrong with them. Second chapter, what is my normal? How do you even know what your normal is? If your normal was abuse, sexual abuse, addiction, how do you know what your normal is? How do you actually find that? understanding the trauma process, how it affects your brain, how it affects your health, how it, how it affects your choices and your mindset. How do you start to overcome and get out of that? What's the recovery process look like, you know? Mm-hmm. And then in the ninth chapter, the biggest thing for me of my healing journey was when I could understand my father's trauma and the sick background that he came from and why he did the sick things he did to us as kids. Once I could heal from that, I could start to really receive the Heavenly Father and His plan for me. And another important chapter in this book is your true identity. How do you start to discover your true identity, your calling? How do you restore that? And I end my last chapter with a bang, stepping into wholeness. Mm -hmm. And so I took this book and everything that I needed to get free from what I was exposed to as a kid. And so... You know, like I said, I was illiterate till the age 21. There's still a lot I'm learning in my life. It took a lot of people editing, but I was full. I was so full with healing, and I was so full with what I needed and what I longed for that I just sat here these five years just writing it out, writing it out. Wow. Amen. Wow. I I, I hear that um, everything that you said and your breakdown of your book. And um, would you say that this book should be introduced and, and um, especially in the church, um, because you did make something of a valuable point where even though you've accepted Jesus, you still can be stuck mm-hmm. in um, whatever that addiction might be. And so I believe that, um, you know, the book itself or or even having you as a speaker a role model as to people can see your transparency and um, um, just hear your uh, victorious testimony would you say that this would be great and even better now because a lot of our people that are in church pretty much are um, kind of blinded um, by the things that they're dealing with and some don't even want to admit the addictions that they have Yep, yep. And, you know, um, this book only launched November 28th. And, of course, when you put your message out into the world, it's, it's, it's scary, right? But I never thought that God would take, you know, there's a scripture in like 1 Corinthians 1.20, but it says that God takes the foolish things of the world. I never thought what would happen with this book in the first two weeks. I mean, it, it sold like maybe 300 copies today. But people will read it and say, I need to go buy it for this family member or this friend, and I'm taking it to this person that's trying to get free, or I'm going to send it to this person. And so I do believe that it needs to go into the church because people accept Jesus, but they don't know how to sit with him. Because when we have addiction, we shrink back from Jesus, right? We don't want Jesus to see what we're doing. But see, that that's all wrong. When you're struggling with your addiction, you need to go to him and be like, you know, Jesus Jesus is the only one that can set you free. There is nothing else in this world that has the power to set you free. But sitting with the Holy Spirit and feeling your feelings, that can do what one, like, 
it would take 20 years of therapy what the Holy Spirit could do within a 20 minutes to an hour mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because right. he knows the wounds in your heart. He knows why you keep going back to those addictions. And so my goal in 2020 is to get this message into as many churches as I can into youth groups. But I also want to get it into prisons with people who don't even understand what's wrong with them. Mm-hmm. They don't even know why they're sitting there. They don't even know that they have childhood issues because they're just so traumatized and they just are learning to survive. Even the prison world or the next thing that the world's offering them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, one thing I, I wanted to ask is, um, with your book, your your book opens up, I guess you could say it opens up a line of transparency for people to think of self in reflection. Mm-hmm. So it could be like, okay, well, she was being real. Because people that's real, you often reel back with them, mm-hmm. you know. And that's mm-hmm. But the sad thing in church, a lot of people be fake. Yeah. And then you see this fake kindness, mm-hmm. fake love, but this, and this book is breaking down so much of like real self-love and real self-reflection. And um, yeah. was that your goal to be able to have them have that real self-love and real self-reflection about what they're going to, going through, Ashley? Absolutely, absolutely. Cause you know what, you know, Pastor Jay, people see me right now, you know, I live in a beautiful home I got an amazing husband. I drive BMW, right? Mm-hmm. Did they see me when I was standing in food lines Come on, on welfare illiterate? Right. Did they? Did they see me when I was running to Nevada Partners, you know, trying to find a job, trying to just learn how to read and do a job resume all those years I was struggling? People could see the success now, but did they see me when I was 15 years old and jumped in a Hispanic gang and got pregnant at 15 years old? I mean, look at my life now. And so... I could be ashamed of that, right? Mm-hmm. But see, when I know that Jesus transformed me and he healed me, then I say, take my story and you expose it to the world. Because when you know who you are in Christ, there's no more secrets. That's there's it. no more right. shame. Yeah. See, that's my past, mm-hmm. right? But see, look what God did with that mess. And now he's using me. And that's what he wants to do. But people are so just hidden in their secrets. And your secrets are, are what make you sick. Mm-hmm. Your secrets are what keep you bound and keep going back to your addiction. Mm-hmm. Wow. And man, when you, when you know what Jesus did on the cross, you know, my father was a drug addict and alcoholic until the day he died. And, you know, he a few months before he died, he was having like ten to twelve beers with his bowl of cereal, and he sat there because he couldn't get free from his addiction. But that man experienced some trauma like nobody's business. But he says, you know, even though I do all these things and I can't get free, I know Jesus, but I don't feel like he listens to me because I tell him to take me home every day, but he mm-hmm. won't. But I hear him say, "Son, you shouldn't do that, son." And he goes, "I know." I know I shouldn't, Jesus, but I don't, I can't stop. But guess what? Even though my father was a sinner, he had a personal relationship with Jesus. And Jesus came for the sinners. Mm -hmm. So why are we sinners hiding out and not going to the one who can help us and set us free? And that's what I want with this book. That is what I want with this book, man. When we can tap into the love of the Father and the freedom of the Savior, it's a beautiful thing. Yes, it's a beautiful yes. thing, and 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 we and like you were saying, I was kind of overhearing your conversation. Is we find that love and respect for people, mm-hmm. and, and we can meet them where we're at, you know, right. or meet them where they're at. That's what we're True. supposed to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one thing I I, I want to ask you: How dangerous is this phrase? And I'm gonna quote this phrase. Well, since my mom and my daddy did it, I guess I, I'm going to do it, too. Mm. Dangerous. Mm-hmm. Very dangerous. I'll answer. Very dangerous. You want to know, you wanna know what comes to me? Hmm. Stuck. Mm-hmm. You will stay stuck. Yeah. yeah. Okay? My father, extremely abusive, and I won't say on the radio, but I'm talking a 6 3 man, have you up against the wall, just very, very abusive. Mm. One day, I snapped not even thinking about it and had my daughter like that when she was a teenager and I had her boom up against the wall 
and all of a sudden the Holy, the Holy Spirit, I backed off and I went and I just cried. And God told me at that point, that was it though. I realized that those things had come upon me from my father and I just fell to my knees and I write about it in my book. You break every generational sin off me, every generational pattern, yes. every learned behavior that was not of yeah. you, mm-hmm. you know? And I had to make amends to my daughter, but not just verbalize it, but in my actions, right? Right. I always tell my children, thank you for letting me parent you out of my brokenness. But I have three adult children today who have all come to me with love and respect and be like, you are the real deal, mom. You're changed. And it's not by what I've said, but it's because they've seen what Christ has done in my life. Yes. Amen. Amen. So... A lot of people, my mom was a drug addict, my dad abused me, my whatever, neglected me, my daddy didn't love me, so I'm going to sell my body in the streets. But that's going to keep you bound. But there's help out there and there's resources out there to help you break those chains and to break those patterns. But here's, here's another kicker, Pastor Jay. People get to choose. We have to let some people go. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? right. You, I wanted to see my father free. I wanted to see my mother free. Mm-hmm. But they both died young, and they weren't free before they died. Mm. Mm. I mean, I sat in my house the other day, and I was like, I can't believe that I'm in a safe house that's clean with food and a nice car. That's something my parents didn't have. Mm -hmm. But God broke that with me and Mm -hmm. my children. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I hope that answers this question. It did in in so many ways. We get to choose, stay stuck, or move on. Yep, yep. Yeah. Those are key words. Definitely. Very key. Get stuck or move on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So which mm-hmm. choice would mm-hmm. you make? Right. Oh, I felt that. Yeah. Get stuck or move on. Yeah. But also, I'm also, also, on that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Paul. And also, yeah. too, Pastor Jay, you know, if, if, if we're going to bring up that topic, I think the listeners might be saying, well, okay, you're saying all this stuff, so how do I get free? Mm-hmm. How can 2020 look different for me? Right. Let's talk about that. Because you know what? For people like in my situation, you're looking at a big elephant. But if you look at that elephant, you're just going to keep walking around it and it's going to be too overwhelming for you. But what you do is you take one little bite at a time. Yeah. So, for instance, for me in my situation, I had to go to the welfare office and say, I need help. I can't write. I can't this and that. I had to start taking classes and how to do a resume. I had to get a mentor to start teaching me how to read and how to write, you know, learn how to write. So over these, um, it was a process to build myself up to get where I'm at today. But what if I would have never started the process, right? Mm-hmm. And so... I want to challenge the listeners today, what is a process that you need to take? What are some small steps? So if you can even write down three steps that you want to take in 2020 and then find that healing path to recovery, whether it's a therapist, a 12-step program, getting involved and celebrate great recovery in your church, right? So find that path to recovery that's going to work for you. Pray about it. Ask God to lead you and start looking at the broken pieces of your past. You may say, well, that's the past and I don't need to go there. But I'm going to tell you right now, the wounds in your heart will control your finances, your mm-hmm. relationships, the, the jobs you choose and the way you think if you don't heal that. Yes. But when you heal that, you start to see with a new set of fresh eyes and you can start to heal the mindset and find your true identity. And in this process, forgive yourself and the people that hurt you. And it's going to take time. It's not a quick fix. You may have to get angry first, and you may have to grieve. And once you can go through some of these processes, it doesn't have to be in order. It may be three steps forward, you know, six back. But just keep going through this process, and then it it enables you to take control of your future Mm -hmm. and what God has for you. And so that's what I want to encourage people. Just let 2020 be different. Don't don't stay stuck like you have all these years. Amen. Time to make some good choices. Definitely. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Choices and, and, and allow things to be released. Yeah. 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 Wow. I know so, I put a post something like that earlier this week about, you know, you just, it's time to do some self-reflection because at the end of the day, um, you can't blame everybody for no. your problems or your, even your character flaws. Mm-hmm. You have to do the work mm-hmm. and find a way to get healing and peace. And the funny thing she said on that, 
little do y'all know, some of the stuff she went through as a kid, and not to tell business, but I went through as a kid. Mm-hmm. And so I had to find myself, okay, let me go break this curse. Let me go break that curse. I'm not going to deal with that. I'm not going to, like, yeah, my, my dad was an alcoholic. He mm-hmm. still is. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't, don't I'm cool. Mm-hmm. And you literally do have to do the work in order for you to get healed and whole, because otherwise you can take that into your next, and then it's going to literally mess up your future. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't do, like she was saying, if you don't do the work, put the work in to find a place of healing, and like you say, it might take, it's going to take time. You're going to have to forgive, and then you might go back a couple steps and be upset, but you keep going in that process. It's going to be rewarding at the end because you're yeah. going to see the manifestation of God's promises towards you. Right. But you will never see it if you don't allow yourself to go through your process and be healed from yeah. whatever your past is. Yeah. Yeah, so... I agree yeah. with her wholeheartedly. I was like, all right, you know, sound like you, sound like you was uh, in my household a little bit. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I like what he says that, you know, when you go through your process, because everybody's process is different. But yeah. what, would, what would that look like to go through your process and start stepping out, you know? And I think another thing that we should leave in 2019 oh, is the saying, it is what it is. No, it's not. Oh, yeah. That's what you allow. Yeah. That's really, and that's a death sentence. It is what it is, is a death sentence. Allowing you to know this is what I have accepted. God has so much more for you. That's why I love that scripture, Jeremiah 29, 11, where it says, I got hope, joy, and a future. That scripture actually saved Mm -hmm. my life because I was like, so God is telling me personally that he has hope for me. Mm -hmm. I ain't never heard nobody say they got hope in me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Hope, joy. So yes. he's saying that joy is coming, yeah. in which we know joy yeah. cometh in the morning. So I need to be alive to see it, right? And then a future that means he has something already set for me. Mm-hmm. And and, yeah. and that scripture resonates in so many ways in my life that I've just stayed with it because it was a time, a very mm-hmm. dark time, especially a lot of soldiers could relate with me, where you come back and you transition into civilianhood and you contemplate suicide, being mm-hmm. transparent because you're like, I went from having a house, I went from having cars, to now I'm living in an apartment with all my kids and family. I'm, I, I was told, thank you for my service, which I, I, I have a pet peeve with it because I, I, I had an issue with it because it's like, thank you for your service and then I can't get a job. Mm-hmm. I came home and I was jobless for six months. You know, it was a lot mm-hmm. of stuff dealing with it. And if it wasn't for, and I knew God. That's the crazy part. <laughs> I knew God when I went into the military and when I got out. But it was so rough going through certain situations. Yeah. You can't just judge one situation like, oh, well, they know God and they should mm-hmm. never. Know. No, you don't know what they're going through personally. See, church don't start on Sunday. Church start Monday through Saturday mm-hmm. because you oh, see yeah, what you does. take from what the words you got and what you do with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a debrief. Mm-hmm. All right, Sunday, everybody getting debriefed. This is what you download today. All right, now go run with it. Let's see how you act. Right. And now the enemy know what you learned because he was sitting there right there with you. Mm-hmm. He know the word better than you. And he's like, oh, oh, you think you're going to do that? Nah. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go back in your case files. Oh, you got you got um, <laughs> schizophrenia in your family. You got suicide in your family. You got all these traits that your daddy, your granddaddy, and all them. And I bet you, you got some of them traits in you too. So I'm going to just start throwing all those things. Right. And then you yeah. sit here wondering why people don't make it to the next Sunday. In the last five weeks, and I don't know why this is coming to me, but I'm just saying, in the last five weeks, I've lost five people that I've known personally. Before this year is out, I've lost five people I knew personally, not people I knew of. I mean, people I worked with, people I served with, people I called on the daily. I've lost five people. A lot of people would go crazy right now. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you have to look at God has a plan. That he does. And you go through everything for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, he, and you Absolutely. usually don't go through it for you. You go through it to bring somebody else through. Hell, hello, somebody. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. one thing I just wanted mm-hmm. to kind of just share. You could always break that it is what it is and change it to what can I do to change it. I was going to also say, please yeah. leave in 20, 20, 2019 uh, what st- goes on in his house stays in his house. That's a dangerous thing. It, well, I don't worry about that, that statement. 
Honestly. Yeah, yeah, but you know, no, I'm. But I get you. Yeah, there's some people yeah. who live under that, and and, and that, but that's that's the youth I would speak for to the day. Yeah, that's what because I'm saying. there's a lot of youth that are scared to voice their opinion. It's and not I even your opinion. I was gonna say, not even your opinion. Like with with um, what um, Miss Paula, Miss Paula was saying earlier. Yeah, a lot of us, you know, dealing kind of similar what she dealt with. Um, I don't know how it was with her household, but it was like what goes on this house stays in this house. Mm-hmm. And if it's hurting you, mm-hmm. you, you better go tell, tell talk about yeah. it. But because they didn't want to be exposed, right. you you know, and they didn't want everybody in their business, right? Right. You know, you didn't couldn't say much. But yeah. I'm telling you, go get the help you get need. The help. And you at the to. end of the day, you save yourself. Well, you know, it, it, when it all boils down to one thing, I like what Miss Paula said. She said you have to take small steps. Yeah. And that makes the matter even better because when you launch out into the deep and don't know which way to go, it's like you're trying to do too much at two at one time. So when you take those small mm-hmm. steps, you can have a little direction and a little bit of order. My mother used to tell me years ago before she passed away, she told me, she said, I was going through a situation of my own. And even at that time, I, I, I contemplated suicide because of what I was dealing with. And she told me over the phone, she said, baby, a couple of 24s. And I never could understand what she meant by that because where I was at, I was like, I don't care what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Your mind and everything else mm-hmm. was like, whatever. But afterwards, I realized what she said, and it's definitely what Miss Paula is saying. She said a couple of 24s, which means that there's 24 hours in the day, so you take one day at a time. Mm-hmm. That's what she meant by that. Mm-hmm. And so with everything, as you were saying, and as Jay, Pastor Jay was saying, um, it's now time to open up your mouth right? and speak. Don't hold that stuff in no more. Don't be afraid of what yeah. mama is trying to tell you because all that is is a bullying um, <coughs> attack and it's also trying to keep you depressed and pressed down where you cannot state and say what's going on. I just dealt with a young girl not long ago, and I'm going to say this real quick. She's a teenager, and she was at a friend of mine's house, and they uh, found out that this young lady had been abused, and she was being abused by her stepfather, and not only abused by her stepfather, but she also was raped by him. And so she was afraid to go home. I told him, I said, um, have y'all called CPS? They said, yeah, we called several times, and we couldn't get no help. I said, okay, let me find some other numbers. So I was talking to Pastor Jay. I said, Pastor Jay, we got to get this girl some help. I said, because I don't want her to go back home. She's trying to get some help. And as long as she's trying to get help, we got to help her. Mm-hmm. Because those are the kids that can get hurt or something detrimental can help, you know, happen to them. So if you're crying out for help, get the help that you need. Mm-hmm. And don't go back into that hole that puts you in that place yeah. mm-hmm. before, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But sometimes with these kids, sometimes even with teenagers or young kids, they're afraid to speak up because they don't even know how. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. they're actually in the abuse and the trauma, and it's so hard. And I think that's another reason why my book is going to be important because when they are older and they realize, man, there is something wrong with me. Something did happen to me, but I didn't know how to get help. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with CPS and all that, it's, it's all these protocols and loops you have to jump through and they're humans just like us and they miss a lot. I've seen a lot. I actually worked for the juvenile CPS out in Las Vegas, Nevada for seven years and I saw a lot mm-hmm. and you can't save every kid. And then you're putting them in a foster. Then we're trying to get them in foster homes and they're getting abused by the foster right. parents. Right. I mean, it's just, it's a sad situation, but this is something that I wrote in the very front of my book. To the fatherless and the motherless who are searching to be free from trauma of abandonment and rejection, my prayer is that you will know Jesus as your healer and you get to know your heavenly father as a father. And then I put the scripture, Psalm 68, 5-6, Father to the fatherless, defender of the widows, this is God whose dwelling is holy. God places the lonely in families and he sets the prisoners free and gives them joy. And that is the desire of his heart for those who have grown up in broken homes. He'll set you the lonely in families. And he promises to set the prisoners free. Mm -hmm. But you just Mm got to position yourself to seek Mm -hmm. and search him and to not give up. Be willingness. Have that willingness to keep searching and seeking until you get your breakthrough. That's it. Yep. That's it. Amen. Well, where can everybody find you, Miss Paula? You can find me. Um, I'm most active on Instagram and doing my live stories, but also on Facebook or paulajosh.com, just my first and last name.com. 
my book is available on Amazon, and it's actually still on sale for twelve dollars because I want people to be able to afford it for the holidays. Awesome. Amen. Amen. Well, we thank you again. This is the second interview, and every time you come on, you be dropping them gems. So <laughs> we appreciate you coming on, and um, yeah, keep us posted. If and I know we missed I we missed each other last time we came to Vegas, but we gotta make that happen and get you on the air live so we can have like a table talk type situation about a lot of stuff Absolutely. that's in your your book. Because there's a lot of topics that yeah. we could expound on that goes way deeper that could I know can help somebody else. Yep, that sounds good. I am I'm still wanting to get out there to do a youth conference too so yeah. we're going to make that happen but yes. thank you so much for having me and it was nice talking with you guys this morning thank you thank you, thank you. god bless amen that was deep that was. Mm -hmm. i enjoyed it so we're gonna go ahead and clear this <laughs> may not come when you want but you're always on time so I just want to leave everybody out there with this word of wisdom. You don't have to live in pain. You could actually let it go. But the main thing that you have to do to let go of your pain is face your fears to realize that they really are small. Oh, is that it? I was going to poem it more, but then I didn't, I didn't want to keep going. <laughs> Because <laughs> I gotta go, I got because I gotta go to church. That's right. Sure. Well, praise too. Jesus. All right. right. Well, you know what? I just want you all to just know. I pray that you all really heard um, what was the sentiments of uh, Miss Paula's heart and uh, the tests and trials that she actually went through, and even where she's at now. But she, her whole point of it is is to bring awareness to everyone. No matter what addiction you're in, what, no matter what age you are, and no matter what culture you have, or where, wherever you're at, it don't matter if you're a Christian or not, we all have some kind of issues. Right. And so the main thing is to come to realization of that issue and learn how to deal with that issue and be delivered and set free from it. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm going to say this um, to everybody out there, that there's hope. And it's in Jesus. There's Amen. healing, and it's in Jesus. There's freedom, there's deliverance. Whatever you need is in Jesus. So I would admonish you to go and seek out Jesus. Yeah. Because whatever you've gone through in your life, he can help you. He can heal you. He can uh, deliver you and set you free to the point where you feel like a brand new person mm -hmm. and give you pieces that a peace that surpasses all understanding. So, again... Seek Jesus. Seek He's your answer. They used to sing the old song that Jesus is the answer yeah. for the world today. Hey, yes. So Jesus is truly the answer. Yes. So if you really go and seek after him, he will give you what you need. Amen. Well, go ahead and make sure you go download the, I mean, download the Anointed Radio app and go to anointedradionetwork.com. Go vote for the Stellar. We got to the 31st, y'all. Go vote for vote. the Stellar. Yeah. Um, go to the StellarWars.com. Go to the radio ballot. Go all the way to the bottom where it says Internet Category. Click that first box. That first one. The very first box. Amen. Anointed radio. Anointed radio. Yes. Got anointed in favor. Anointed. So go ahead to the bottom. Push that. That's your vote. Yeah. Confirm. You can do it up to three devices. The oil. And it's finished. It's on the 31st. That is. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. The Happy show. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. All of that. Harambe. I love when people talk about Kwanzaa because I'm the only one that probably really celebrate Kwanzaa in this room. Praise Amen. So we tried it; it didn't really work. <laughs> so one thing I wanted to let everybody know with the announcement: um, Merry Christmas, and we'll see y'all next Sunday. Enjoy. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Amen.